honestly. start coughing (coughs) i bet the listeners have missed that oh yeah what was that one episode that was like early on where i had a cold and it was like (coughs) well and i just feel like it was like several episodes that it went on for like it just spanned like a month worth of episodes really long cold and anytime we'd record it was just like And that's like you'd start laughing and I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> And this is exactly what this episode will be. So get ready for that. Ugh. Welcome back. <laughs> Another episode of Honestly. A podcast. This is Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. And that was an intro. Good job. We did it. We remembered early on. You remembered, I didn't. I was just gonna probably continue <laughs> on onto some tangent, but uh Well we would get to it eventually, we always do. Yeah, no, that's that's we're good. dedicated to our craft. We are. We are indeed. Uh how are you, uh, aside from the uh cough? I'm I'm good. It came out of nowhere. I just thought I had a sore throat and then mid afternoon I was like, Oh, yeah, it I like, sound sick. It like really took a turn really quickly. Yeah, because it was like <laughs> yesterday was just like remnants of a sore throat from a weekend of just screaming yeah and then today same thing in the morning and then no (laughs) yeah and then all of a sudden i was talking to zoe this afternoon and i was just like are you sick (laughs) in this economy because like just out of nowhere she was like uh so anyway (laughs) like just like sounds like making a dumb joke up my tea and i was like oh you're like sick sick oh she's sick sick Ooh, with a lot she's dummy sick (laughs) <laughs> off to a great start with me quickly writing things in my notes yeah you jot that down for a title uh, they're all logan in there dummy <laughs> sick baby how are you i'm okay i went to a jays game last night which was fun it's the first one i've been to all year and actually and i didn't go last summer at all so first one in a couple of years nice. which was fine i was not overly i wasn't overly i'm gonna be honest was not overly (laughs) enthused to go um because unlike once upon a time our team sucks again after like a few brief fleeting years um it was a nice little 2015 2016 what a time to be alive (laughs) after like a 20 plus year drought like those years that was great and then shortly after that they all kind of they started sucking again and um, <laughs> I was gonna say like the team just is unrecognizable now and my favorite player recently got traded yeah. to the New York Mets so it's like there's no one left on the team that I give a shit about um, so I like, wasn't like super enthused to go I was like oh, it'll be like fun but uh, it actually ended up being quite entertaining I just like I forget forgot how like easily sucked in I get to these yeah. things I was like Okay, like, good way to go, everyone. You're all terrible. And then, like, midway through the game, I was just like, fucking fucking do it. Um, But there was a family sitting behind us that were, like, (laughs) visiting from, like, England. Um, And there was a little boy who's maybe, like, seven or eight years old. He's fairly young. He was talking to his mom, and he goes, what are those blue jays up to? (laughs) And then she, like, said something to me. He goes, I bet they're up to no good. (laughs) So cute. <laughs> so, uh, so my roommate and I were just like quoting that all night because it was just so delightful. What are those blue jays up to? What with an O? Yeah. What? 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 Those blue jays up to? Uh, I got to see uh, somebody get ejected from the game, like an audience member <laughs> who looks like an puppet. audience member. <laughs> pretty sure that's not what they're called. You love to sport, and it's an obvious thing. I love to sport. Um, yeah, somebody in the crowd got ejected for interfering, which was funny, uh, so that was delightful. Uh, and we ended up winning. I say which we is, as if I had any part in it. Did. 
It was your um, But the old Jays managed to pull out a win last night. That's so. what they're up to. That's the no good that they're, they're up, up to. They're up to no good. They <laughs> are big fat the cheaters. The little boy was calling them out. Yeah, no, he knows. What are those blue Jays, Jays up to? I bet they're up to no good. <laughs> Where did He's on to them. I don't know. Like, that's it's the funniest so thing. But he might have been on to something. So, yeah, no, that was good. Um, but, yeah, Zoe and I had a weekend full of screaming. Oh, yes. Uh, I can't remember if we mentioned this last week on the podcast, but we went to go see the Jonas Brothers on Friday night for their big comeback tour. Um, and that was a fun experience. It was. We forgot our noodles at a restaurant, which was upsetting. (laughs) I feel like that was truly an omen for how things were going to go. Yes. So Friday, I was like the most excited and happy i had been in a long time like i was just like so stoked to see that yeah we're doing stuff and so it's like most things were going well but it was like if something didn't go well i was just like whatever it doesn't matter we're seeing the jonas brothers so we went out for dinner and then we promptly forgot our leftover noodles (laughs) and didn't remember until we were like almost back at my place and i was like well there's no point in turning around and getting them now so anyway there's a point where we could have, yeah. but we had just, like, just passed that. And it was, like, was mm, like not worth it. No. So, anyway. Uh, Friday night, tickets to the Jonas Brothers. We were in section 307, um, which was great. The tickets were not overly expensive. I was just happy to be there. Yeah. You know? Um, and, like, considering where it was, like, it wasn't, it was, like, a not obstructed view. Because sometimes you get up in that section and you're, like, there's a screen They were playing at the Scotiabank Arena, formerly known as the Air Canada Centre, which I personally like as a bigger venue because I do feel like for the most part, unless you're basically sitting like side slash behind stage, like you have a a decent view. It's like, yeah, Yeah. you might be far away, but you still have a good view of things. So um, I was just so happy to be there. It was great. I was living my best life. Loving it. So I got the sh- to experience the Jonas Brothers concert. For you the first got to experience time. it for the first time, which is like truly just like a life altering experience. It truly is. I feel like you learned a lot about yourself. I did, especially this. <laughs> we'll get to that. We will. So they like finish like the first like they finish the show and like this is the part where it's like they go off stage and then like they're gonna come back on for an encore and because. I like ruining things for myself. I always look at the set list beforehand. And so I knew that the encore is supposed to be burning up and sucker, which like makes sense. So they go off stage and everyone's like cheering and chanting for an encore. And like, I don't know why I felt the need to get mouthy, but like, I was just, it's who we are. I was feeling feisty and I'm sitting there like the fucking like jackass that I am. And I'm like, why are people cheering for an encore? Have they never been to a concert before? Obviously, they're coming back out to do an encore. Because it was that thing, though, of where it was like people going, encore, 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 Jonas Brothers. And then it would stop for like a couple minutes. And then encore. It was just like two on and off that I was like, okay, we get it. And I was just like, y'all are dumb. Like, obviously, they're doing an encore. They haven't sung like one of their biggest hits and, like, their newest, like... Yeah. I'm just, like, y'all are so stupid. Like, you've never been to a concert before. So I was getting quite mouthy. But then, like, it was also taking them a long time to come back out. Yeah. And the, all the lights were up. At this yeah, point. the house lights came up, which I was, like, in hindsight, that's unusual. Um, and then... But, well, like, after BB was done, mm-hmm. Queen and BB herself... They had the lights on for, like, a long time, so I, it didn't hit me as being weird. Well, they always put the house lights back up yeah. after the opener leaves, but it, it is odd <laughs> for them to do it between the encore, <laughs> which, now that I'm and thinking retrospect. back, that was perhaps a red flag. Um, so, we're, like, sitting there, and, like, people are starting to leave, and I'm like, you fools, there's gonna be You're an gonna encore. encore. But then, like, more and more people start leaving, and then... A security guard or, like, another usher comes up to the usher that was in our section and goes, you need to start getting people out. The show's over. They're like, huh? And so, he's, like, an older man and he looked confused and he just started going to Because he rows. knows that there's supposed to be an encore. Right? And he's, like, tapping for me, like, you gotta go. So I was just like, okay, perhaps I should not have been so hasty in <laughs> criticizing people for cheering for an encore. So everyone's, like, getting, like, 
you know, ushered out and like everyone's leaving and it was super weird and everyone was confused and like there was just a lot of like, what the hey, fuck is going yeah. on? Because um, they didn't make any announcement. Like no one came out and said anything. It was just like word of mouth. Yeah, like no you one need to leave. came out and said bye. Like, yeah. It was over. There wasn't like instruction to leave other than an usher which obviously couldn't get to everyone in the section yeah that's the thing because it's like usually at some point in the show it's like the artist performing will be like okay like thank you good night like you've been great we are the Jonas brothers um (laughs) none of that happened so it was like really weird and it just like something felt super off but anyway we left uh got abandoned by the people that we were walking (laughs) with that's fine um don't even worry about it And then we get back to my place and I'm like on Twitter and like some people are saying it was like technical difficulties and then other people are saying it was like some sort of threat. And there are a lot of like conflicting statements and like the hard 11. Oh yeah. Some people are like, well, they had a hard 11 like finish time and they started late. So they ran over time, blah, 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 blah. Like people had theories, but like nothing really got confirmed. Um, And so that was interesting. (laughs) Yeah, they were saying that like, some of the tweets were saying that they thought they have this like big screen in the back and Mm -hmm. they were saying that they thought it was like gonna fall so they told them to get off like advise them not to get back on the stage and it's like "Eh, I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing seems really suspect to me and it kind of leads me to believe that there was some sort of threat. Yeah. Um, which like obviously was unfounded because like thank god nothing happened but I mean like I get that like you have to be super careful with stuff like that because I feel like if it had just been like technical difficulties or whatever, like, they would have come back out and been like, oh, like, we can't, like, perform the encore for whatever reason, or done, like, some sort of acoustic performance, like... even just come out and said, like, we're having technical difficulties, like, just, like, if you want to see, like, we're gonna try to do it, but, like, might not... Like, there would have been something. Yeah, I just feel like if it was, like, an actual issue like that, there would have been some sort of announcement, but there wasn't, and so I'm just, like, they were trying to get people out of there quickly without causing panic. Yes. So... Whatever, like, thankfully everything was fine. Nothing untoward happened. So, it was good. Like, all in all, I was, like, happy. Like, obviously I was a little bummed that, like, we didn't get to hear Sucker or Burning Up. Remember when they didn't do an encore? Remember when they didn't? And I just kept saying for, like, the next, like, (laughs) day. I was like, remember when they didn't do an encore? Um, But I was, like... I know, like, some people on Twitter were, like, super pissed about it. And I'm like, yeah, like, I get being kind of annoyed, but also, like... You got to see 95% of the yeah. show. Like, people were apparently trying to get Ticketmaster to give them refunds, like, full refunds. Imagine thinking Ticketmaster would do like, anything for you. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> like, even if they didn't do 90% of yeah. the concert, Ticketmaster is not going to give you anything. No, Ticketmaster is going to say, fuck you and face. spit in your face. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, even if they, like, were going to give you back money, you you missed two songs. Like, that's not anything. Like, it was, like, an hour and a half, hour 45 minute show sort of thing. Like, two songs is not, like... And it's, like, like an encore. Like, it's not... Like, you got, like, you got a full set. Yeah. You were just missing two extra songs. So, again, it was, like, I was a little bummed, but I was just so excited to have seen them. Like, it was the first time I'd seen them live in ten years. And so I was just, like, really grateful for the experience. (laughs) Then the whole, like, I was sleeping over at Logan's house, and the whole time I was trying to fall asleep, I was either looking at Twitter on, like, what happened, or listening to the people outside argue about taking pictures of butts, showing butts, I don't know. Stop showing your ass to my my girlfriend. girlfriend. That was interesting. Um, yeah, so, like, Zoe slept over after the show, and then, like, Saturday we're just, like, hanging out, and I get a text from my roommate who had gone home to her parents' place that weekend, and she was supposed to come back on the Saturday night, but she texts me being like, oh, like, my family's holding me hostage, I won't be home till tomorrow. And so I was like, well. Interesting. I was like, okay. I hadn't intended on going to the Saturday night Jonas Brothers show, but I was like, well, I have no obligation to be home tonight. Um, you know, Katie won't be around. Perhaps I'll take a gander <laughs> at StubHub, see what's available. Just to look, you know. Just for fun, just, like, see what's out there. And it was really funny because I had been messaging with friend of the podcast, Kelsey J. Barnes. Kelsey J. Barnes! Who you know that we love and adore. And she had been at the Friday night show, and she had messaged me asking if I was going to the Saturday night show, too. And I was like, no, like, don't have tickets, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Uh, I wish I was, you know, I want redemption for burning up or whatever. <laughs> Um, Vindicated. Exactly. 
So, like, that was that. And then, like, literally a couple hours later, I messaged her back, and I was like, so just kidding, we will be at the show tonight. Because basically, I went on StubHub, um, and I was looking at tickets, and they had a few good options, but the one that really uh, stuck out to me was the third row floor seats for, like, a hundred bucks Canadian. A little bit more than that. Third row floor seats. Like, I'm not trying to sound like an uncultured swine here, but, like, that's a big deal. We are uncultured swine. Like, we get, like, the 200 sections of places, and we're like, oh my god, we're so close. No, like, literally, though. Um, so, I was like, fuck it, like, I, like, we are going to the Saturday night show because I need to. So... We get tickets, and then I buy the tickets, and then it's like, you need to print these off, like, have physical copies of them, and I'm like, great, I don't right. own a printer, because it's 2019. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> luckily, I live close enough to my office building yeah. that it wasn't entirely inconvenient to walk over there on a Saturday afternoon, and- First, we were Googling staples and print- printing houses, and there's, like, a print house in- the neighborhood but they're closed on weekends so I was like uh oh yeah no it was like my first option was work because I'm like it's close but then I was also like slightly concerned that I wouldn't be able to get in um but yeah we went over to our office building went up to our floor it was very eerie being there on a weekend I like logged into the computer printed off my tickets and we were on our way (laughs) thank you the security guard was very confused he was confused because we came in the building and like that's fine like we had our pass cards or whatever I kind of like you know give him like a nod and we like go upstairs we're upstairs for probably like 10 minutes and then we come back down and leave it's like holding a water bottle that (laughs) I wasn't previously holding so if anything he probably just thought that we like forgot shit at work and then like came back to get it so we print our tickets off, and so, like, we're good to go, baby. We are good to go. We have third row floor seats, floor seats. to night two of the Joe Bros. So that's great. So we're getting ready. We're good to go. I order an Uber for us to get us down there. And this this is really where the fun begins, ladies and gentlemen. There's truly nowhere to, like, begin. Like, there's, there's just too much that any point of the story is, like... It, like, that's really not the first thing, but, like, <laughs> yes, what a time. So, we get in the Uber, uh, and right off the bat, our driver goes, does it smell like alcohol in here? Which isn't entirely what you want to hear. It's not really, like confidence boosting to like have somebody who is driving you in a vehicle ask if it smells like alcohol and then he said something like i had drinks in here earlier and so i still don't know if he meant that he was drinking in his car earlier or if he had been driving people around who had had alcohol like i'm hoping he just meant like the drinks were in the car yeah but the wording was off it was off and just based on the rest of our conversation with him throughout our journey, uh, kind of makes me think that he was maybe just knocking a few back. So anyway, we're like, oh no, it doesn't smell like alcohol. It's fine. So we're driving and he goes, like, what are you guys up to tonight? And I was like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to the Jonas Brothers concert. He also had like SoundCloud blasting. Yeah. Just like DJ. He had, some, he had some, some sick tubes. beats. Um, so I'm like, yeah, we're going to the Jonas Brothers concert. And he's like, oh yeah, that's the good, <laughs> that's the good shit. I was like, the good shit. it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. It is indeed good, sir. And then we're driving downtown and there's like a group of like protesters or something. I don't know what they were protesting. Some sort of march. I don't know if they were protesting, but like some sort of like group of people that were chanting things With and signs. walking together. <laughs> and... He's like, oh, like, what the fuck is that? Like, what's going on? Oh, people need to get laid. Jesus Christ. He's like, there are too many virgins in the world. And we're like, what? (laughs) It was like, that's why there's so many virgins in Toronto. And you're like, what? It was so confusing. And then, like, it somehow turned into, like, you know, like, people just need to go out and have a good time. He's like, you know, after I drop you two off, like, I'm going to go out and party. And I was like, oh, uh, like, yeah, awesome. And then he said something about, like, doing Molly. 
Yeah, he's like, but you can't do it the same, you know? Like, I had Molly last weekend, and, like, he said something about, like, Bruce Lee also that I didn't understand. Yeah. And I was like, haha, yeah. He was just like, you know, like, I just, I can't do that shit anymore. Like, I'm, I'm two years out of college. Like, I'm, I'm older now. Like, you just, you can't do things like that. And I was like, tell me about it, my dude. I mean, you hit your mid-twenties and it's all downhill from there. And I'm like, just like trying to make conversation the with this guy. He said that he was like two years out of university too. It was like when you're trying to hit word count. Like, yes. he repeated the same. He was like, two years out of university. I graduated two years ago. So it's been two years since I graduated. You're like, uh-huh. Like, yeah, no, I got that. So, so you're two years out is what I'm hearing from this conversation. Is what I'm getting from this. Uh, it was a really delightful experience. He was a riot. Um, I said this to Zoe, but had I been by myself, I would have been horrified. I would have been scared that he was going to kill me. Yeah. Uh, but because I was with somebody else, I found it hilarious. It was very funny. And he was very mad about the protests. He was very mad. And he also at one point asked us if we liked the tunes. And I felt like a lot of our experience was like riding on that moment. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, cool, cool. And then, like, turned it up. And it was, like, SoundCloud because there was ads. So I think it might have been his mm, music. might have been his. But you know what? I didn't hate it. Uh, and I felt like I just had to say yes and agree with everything he was saying. For fear that he would turn on us. Yeah, I mean, we saw how quick he turned on those protesters. So, so. it was anyone's, anyone's game. So that was great. So that was just, that was like our experience just getting to the concert. We get out, we're walking to the gate, we immediately run into Zoe's cousin. (laughs) All I hear is, Zoe! I was like, who's calling me? I look, and she's there, and then she runs away. Running towards you. (laughs) And then she took off, and we were like, where are you going? She forgot my other cousin. She left her somewhere, and then they both came running back, full speed. Well, no, first your other, like... We ran into Kelly, then she ran away, yes. then Lena came running and back, then and then Kelly was gone, and, like, it was just, we kept misplacing them. We found them both eventually, though. So that was good. So anyway, we get into the venue, and, uh, we, like, show them our tickets, and they're like, okay, so, like, you're gonna go, like, in and to your left, and you're gonna take, you're gonna use the premium <coughs> excellence entrance, and we're like, Pardon? premium excellence? There was like a lot Excuse of words. Excuse like, Premium, excellence, entrance, platinum level, excellence. <laughs> I was like, there's, all I'm hearing is that we're excellent. So like, we start walking in, and I like have no idea where I'm going because I've never been this bougie before. And then like, I see a door that says like premium excellence or something like that, and I'm just like, do we go through there? There's like two security people like around that area, so I was like, that. Well, can't. and like, it looked like an exit, it not did. an entrance to yes. somewhere, and so. Uh, I'm standing there looking confused, like, looking at our tickets, like, looking at the thing, and, like, one of the security guards is just like, oh, like, do you, do you need help? And I was like, yes, absolutely, that'd be great. And he's like, okay, like, you're gonna, like, go down here, and then, like, whatever, he gave us instructions. So then we get to the next point, and then I had to ask somebody else to help us, because I kept getting confused. (laughs) It's like, you got out, it still looked like an exit. Mm -hmm. Then there was, like, an escalator and another staircase, and I was like... What? And then there's elevators and other security people there. We're like, okay. But at one point throughout that little journey, we passed by a wall that said <laughs> Scotiabank Arena, platinum level. And because we are uncultured swine who yeah. never have nice things, we stopped to try to take a selfie in front of it, which might be one of the more embarrassing things but we've no done. no one was there. No one was there. And so we're like trying to get a selfie, but it's like the lettering is really big and like i can't get my arm back enough so it's premium so it's basically just zoe's face and then like part of the (laughs) word and then like as we're taking it another security guard comes out and he goes do you want me to do you want me to take a picture you guys he looked so confused but also a little bit delighted i think he found us endearing and i was like oh my god yes please and then we took like a really obnoxious picture of us like (laughs) posing in front of the thing and i was like thank you so much platinum level I just feel like most people who, like, you know, have those kind of tickets that, you know, get to use that entrance probably are used to it, so they, like, don't think yeah. it's that big of a deal, but, like... I guarantee no one has taken no. a picture with that before. Like, yeah, no. Unless it's, like, literally, like, a child that is there yeah. with, like, their parents. And they're like, stand in front of this wall. So, we got our picture in front of the platinum-level signage, which was great. Yes. And then we get into, like, the actual, like, venue... 
And again, I think I had to probably ask a security guard to show me where to go because I just had no clue. There's so many, like, winding <laughs> It's a lot. Because, oh, that was the other thing. We walked through, like, this, like, platinum-level lounge oh, area, which yeah. was, like, super nice. So we're walking to our seats, and I'm looking at the, like, row numbers on the ground, and I'm like, row 25, okay, row 20, 15, 10. Holy shit, we're getting really close to the stage, but we're not at our row yet. Row 5. How are we not at our row yet? The stage is right fucking there. Is it the wrong side? Is it the other side? And then, like, I look down, see row 3, look up, see the stage, and just about shit my pants. Yeah. And BB was on, so you could see, like, people to kind of have, like, a reference point of, like, how close we were. No, that was exactly it. But it it still wasn't quite... Well, it was because it was BB Rexa. Let's be honest. Like, no offense to BB, but, like, I just don't really know who you are or what you do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was performing while, like, when we got there, and that was fine, and I was like, holy, like, I can see her, I can see her face, I can see her facial expression, like, I, she's right there. I can see the facial expressions of her band behind her. Like, we were very close to the stage. So we're kind of just, like, standing there waiting, uh, we didn't want to, like, make people move so we could get to our actual seats, we're kind of just, like, standing at the end of our row, and, like, in the meantime, I was messaging Kelsey J. Barnes, because she had wanted to, like, we wanted to, like, meet up with each other when we got there, and so... They were at the back at, like, one of the bars, so her and her friend Kelsey, uh, no, her and her friend Kelly, sorry, Kelsey and Kelly, uh, were there, so we went back and we met them, which was so great, and, like, we literally just, like, the four of us greeted each other by just screaming in each other's faces. Screech, which is the best kind of It was just, like, so delightful, because, like, I saw Kelsey, and I was immediately just like, "Ah!" (laughs) and then I saw Kelly, and then I saw Kelly, and I was like, oh my god, "Ah!" security guard at the like bar entrance is probably like what is going on here like we we were literally like what you would expect from like four like 20 something white girls yeah. like it was like oh my god ah, i yeah. love you like, i love you i would die for just, you just like Come hugging here. um so we went out into like one of the lounge areas to like hang out with them for like a little bit and just like talk uh and it was great it was so delightful to see both of them because like obviously um kelsey uh has been like friend of the pod internet friend slash like IRL friend for well a long time since like back when the Jonas Brothers used to be a thing (laughs) that's like how I first knew her and then Kelly has been like and like internet friend because like she knows Kelsey and stuff like that and this was like our first time like meeting her in person but they're just like great people and it was so good to see them they're the kind of people that like when you meet them for the first time obviously like we met Kelsey before but like when you meet the first, you're like, oh, I know this person. Yeah, like, no, it's exactly I, it's it. It's just like, oh, hi again. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's very nice. They're good people. They're good people. It's like, I just, like, immediately, like, went in for, like, a hug with Kelly. And yeah. I was like, I feel like I've known you for, yeah. like, ages. So it was great to see them. Um, And then we, like, went back to our seats. Oh, my God. To, like, you know, get ready for, like, the main event to start. Beauty was done now, doing whatever it is that she does. Wearing chains and twerking. Lightning bolts. Bringing people on stage. The girl who was brought on stage was hysterical. I fucking loved her. It was so good. She was called dancing harder than anyone on the stage. One of the backup singers went to pass her the microphone and she was like, I don't know the words. But she was fucking she was getting killing it. it. She was so great. Um... I can't remember what her name was. Aisha or something? I think it was something like that. Uh, She was fantastic. She was so entertaining. Um, But yeah, so we're just like sitting in our seats, waiting for the brothers Jonai to appear (laughs) and bless us with their presence. The three Jonai. And Zoe just goes, oh, those are their microphones. Like, I was looking at the stage for so long, just in like awe still of how close we were. And just, like, these things just kept getting in my view. And I was like, what are these, like, poles? And then I was like, oh, because they were so close that I was like, oh. You're like, that's where they'll be standing at certain points. And so she says that to me. And I just about lost my damn mind because I, like, (laughs) like, it hadn't clued. Like, I was, like, just, like, again, just sitting there, like, holy shit. And then I was like, are. No. Those are their mic stands? Sorry. No. Like, I was losing it. And it was really funny because when we had gone to the Friday night show, I went in fully prepared to cry because... I feel like I know what happens at these things. I was like, it has been 
10 years, almost to the day, since I last saw them perform live. Like, it's been an emotional journey. I thought for sure I was going to cry. And I didn't. And I was like, haha, emotions. Scammed you. Fuck you. Scammed the system. Um, but my emotions decided that they were going to get the better of me because the show starts, they start descending from the ceiling. There's like fire, like sparks behind them that look very like fireworky. Mm-hmm. And I just started crying. <laughs> I just look over and you were like, ah. I was like, oh, tap, tap. I think yeah. I, I sobbed for maybe 30 seconds yeah. to a minute. It was short lived. But it was just, like, one of those moments where I was so completely overwhelmed yeah. by the entire situation. Because I was like, they are right there. Yeah. We can see their faces. Whites of the eyes. It was insane. The show was fantastic. Um, the and guy they... beside us was weird. Okay, there was, like, a dad beside me that was there with, like, his teenage son and, like, their, like, the mom. And I think... The reason they were there is because, like, the mom liked the Jonas Brothers or something. And I was like, I don't know why you brought your teenage son and yeah, husband, who are clearly very disinterested. Um, but the dad had, like, drinks that he kept, like, putting under the chairs. And, like, we, when we first got to our seats, he came a few minutes later. And I guess his drinks were under my chair. And he was like, oh, are these your seats? And I was like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. that's why I'm sitting in them. What a died. And so, and then he just, like, kept, like, leaving the drinks yeah. under the chairs. He was just, like, really hyper-focused on the drinks, where I was like, you hold them. Yeah. If you don't want to lose them, just hold them. And then, like, at one point, like, confetti, like, falls down, and it, like, got in the drinks, and then he was, like, annoyed that there's confetti in his yeah, drink. Yeah, he went to go, like, get the drink. He was, like, annoyed because the whole row had shifted down. Yeah. And he was, like, looked over annoyed that it was, like, under where we were standing, and he went to go get it, and it was like, oh, has confetti anyways. So I was like, yeah. I was like, what were you expecting when, like, mass amounts of confetti fell from the sky? Like, cover your drink. The dummy. Uh, yeah, so he was kind of weird, but the show was so fantastic. Oh so my fun. god. It, like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. They did an encore. <laughs> I got to see Burning Up. And Suffrage. And that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me. It was, like, I was saying to Logan, I was like, it's, like, the most fun I've had at a concert in a long, long time. It was very fun. Yeah, it very much just, like, brought me back to, like, One Direction days. Yeah. It filled the little fangirl, like, hole that was happening. It's just, like, a very similar vibe. Just the overall, like, energy of the crowd is very similar. You feel, um, like, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like... I think that's the thing. I think just, like, in general, there are very few spaces where women can go and feel- Especially young women yeah. can go and feel comfortable and just, like, can feel like they can be, like, completely themselves. And I feel like boy band concerts are, like, one of those places. Yeah. And if I had any skills, I would, like, write some sort of, like, long-form paper right. on this. Um, but, yeah. No, it was it's just, just like, like, a delightful experience. Like everyone's there for the same thing. Everyone has the same level of crazy mm -hmm. about said thing. So it's, like, you being, like, crazy and, like, singing and dancing like a lunatic. Like, no one's gonna be like, oh my god, do you see that girl over there? Like... That's exactly it. Like, it's just... It just feels like for, like, that, like, short moment that you're all there, that's, like, everybody's just kind of friends. Yeah. Like, there was a girl who was sitting in front of us... Who, you saw her, like, drop her lipstick or something, yeah. and so you had, like, a little moment, and then, like, she kind of just, like, kept turning around and would, like, kind of, like, Wait. point and, like, dance kind of, like, at us sort of thing, and it was just, like, it was really cute, and I was yeah. just, like, you, I love this. I love everyone. There's a little, there's a girl behind us with Down syndrome, has a t-shirt, and she's, like, pointing to other people's t-shirts, and it was, like, that's my husband, and everyone was being so nice with her, and it was lovely. It was, yeah, it was so sweet, like, it's just, it's really nice to see that community yeah. that sense of community and just like friendship um so yeah i really i miss that uh and i've already basically committed to going again in november when they're back so third row or best baby that's the thing i just feel like any other concert has been ruined for me if i don't have third row <laughs> floor seats we were so close. We're just going to keep screaming that because we were so close. It's so funny because I feel like there are people, 
Like, including, <laughs> including our pal Kelsey, who, like, is constantly <laughs> that close for concerts, if not closer. Um, and so, like, it's, for her, it's, like, probably just, like, yeah, no, like, that's... That's a concert. That's, like, where it's at, but it's, like, <laughs> it's just so, like, unusual for us. So, like, the novelty is still very much there. Oh, I can't stop looking at pictures and videos still being like, are you kidding? Like, we were there. I took these. No, you it's, took those. like, I honestly feel like I blacked out because yeah. it's, like, it just doesn't feel real. Um, But it was, like, it's so great. I also think it's really funny that, like, the first time we met Kelsey in person was at a One Direction concert in 2015. And then when we went to go see Niall last year in September... She's the reason that we had the tickets that we did. We bought them from her. And then we saw her again this year at a Jonas Brothers concert. So it's like boy bands have been bringing people (laughs) together for years and years. Our entire lives. So here we are. Very appreciative for that. It was so good. It was so fun. Fantastic. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Absolutely. Let's go back right now. Okay. Buffalo. Yeah, they were playing in Buffalo last night. And like some people I knew, including Kelsey, were there. And I was like, damn. If only. If I didn't have this little thing called a fucking Monday to Friday nine to five job, I would be there. (laughs) And Cheesecake Factory. And Cheesecake Factory. That'd be pretty bomb. Right? What else is happening in this world of ours? Uh, The VMAs were the other night. Yes. Which uh, truly is an award show that I have not cared about in recent years. Probably, like, since the heyday of One Direction, it hasn't really been interesting to me. Um, This was really the first time in a while that I was somewhat invested. Not so much in the awards, because I don't give a shit, and they don't really matter at this point, because it's just, like, a popularity contest. Um, But the performances... Yes, I taped it, and just watched all the performances last night, so... People stepped it up. Um, It was... Yeah, I was, like, really impressed. Megan Thee Stallion... Uh, performed at like the pre-show thing on like the red carpet and like I just love her so much she's great she should have performed on the main stage but that's fine she was fantastic Normani performed like fucking killed it it's just so nice to see choreography yeah like I've really missed that in like the pop world like I just feel like recently there haven't been like good pop stars that like do choreography like they used to like sharp like there's not one person where you're like i don't know about that like she did choreography lil nas performed you know i love and adore he did choreography and he was fucking amazing he performed panini and i just oh my god it was so good like a tron it was very cool very futuristic very cool of course the joe bros performed they were like performing live from new jersey which i thought was really cute doing a little hometown performance um Lizzo performed with a big inflatable butt which was lovely loved that she did like a little mashup of Truth Hurts and Good As Hell which was great um who else did I really like I said who else did I really like I didn't watch their performance because I literally could not care less it was cringe I mean them just as a concept is cringy I feel like I'll have to show you I don't want to see I it. I feel like you just need to see no. one part. No. I don't know. I feel like you do. There's some, they do some choreo that just involves him standing there and for like wiggling to the ground and back up. I just feel like we need to take this time to remind you that Camilla Cabello is not a good person. Nope. She has used the N-word before in relation to Normani. Yeah. So... I just don't know why we let her bounce back from that. Yeah, and, like, people know. Like, it's public knowledge. Like, if you search it on Twitter, a bunch of stuff will come up. Like, it's not hidden information. No, it's easy enough to find. I don't know why we're still allowing her to, like, exist and be a person. Um, Missy Elliott got the Vanguard Video Award, which is long overdue. I don't know why it has taken them this long to give it to her. Um, her performance was great. She's just... Alice and the Stoner was back in it, which Alice was so and cute. Stoner was there. I loved that so much. Um, yeah, it was just, like, really fantastic. It was just, like, there were some really good performances this year. I was really impressed. Yeah. And I love that, like, you had people like Lizzo and Lil Nas and Normani. It's like you have, like, 
A, like, black people, but also, like, dark-skinned black people who are just, like, some of the biggest stars right now. So, like, that was really great to see. Um, And, yeah. I didn't watch Taylor's performance. No, it was... I was trying to, like, fast-forward through all the performances. Like, I didn't want to see the award stuff. And I started fast-forwarding right away because I was like, they're going to have whatever introduction. Mm. And the first, like, two seconds was her singing. So I was like, oh, wait. So I had to go back. It just felt so long Mm. that I was like, I get that it's, like, the opening performance where you're going to do, like, the song that was, like, super popular of yours, like, this year and then the newest one to come out. But it was just, like... It didn't feel like they shortened either of them enough to have it be a mashup, but they weren't the full song, so I was like, this is just going on for a little bit too long. But it was, like, cute. They had, like, all the queens who were in the video. And right. Stuff, and John Todrick. Travolta gave Jay Jolie the award. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was funny. <coughs> yeah, I don't know if I realized that she opened the show. I feel like that's kind of an odd choice. Like, I guess it is and it isn't, but I just don't know if I would have picked her to open. I feel like Lizzo would have been, like, a good yeah. opening because hers was, like, a very high-energy number. I don't... Taylor did, I assume, You Need to Calm Down and Lover. Yeah. It just felt weird because I feel like those songs are kind of different, like, tempos where it didn't really, like... It was, like, high-energy kind of song into, like, a really kind of, like, chill, like, laid-back song. And I was like, this is, like, not gearing you up for the show no like lover is like a wedding song yeah like i really i like it actually that's like a quick little aside i've listened to taylor swift's new album because that came out last week and i like it (laughs) i feel like i don't know like there are some songs on it that i don't understand like like you need to calm down yes and that spelling Spelling is fun fun. song like there are some songs on there that i kind of don't understand why they made it let alone became singles yeah um, but it's a good album, and I'm good. I listened to that impressed. Video. Um, yeah, they should definitely they should have edited. It's 18 songs, first of all, which I don't think an album should be more than about 12 songs. 10 to 15. Like I think, like when you get up like past 15 songs yeah. on an album, it's like none of them are that good. Like no, it's like 12 is like the perfect. Like number. there's no way that you have. 15 plus outstanding yeah. songs that deserve to be on an album. That's just it could be like my humble opinion. Like One Direction, but they used to do with their like special like yearbook editions of where they have like some extra songs. Like I feel like that's reasonable. Oh, I love a good B-side. <clears throat> right? Like, but I just feel like when you're releasing, an, like I don't need all of this. No, I think 10 to 12 songs is like the perfect amount. Yeah. Keep it to that. So I definitely would have edited her album down. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let the people listening know that I do like it. There are some really good standout songs on it. Um, and yeah, I just, I do try to like her. Yeah. I think that her performance was good, but I think like you were saying, like it was weird to have her opening. Like, I feel like it would have been, like you would have enjoyed the performance more if it was like placed somewhere else. Yeah. Or if it was just kind of like. Oh, well, that was a lovely song. I think if they wanted her to open, they should have just had her do You Need to Calm Down. Because at least that's, like, high energy and fun. Then you could have done Lover later. Yeah. Or get her to perform later in the show and do Lover. Because those two songs could not be more different. The fact that they are on the same album is crazy to me. It didn't mesh. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't watch her performance, but... I saw that a lot of the queens were there, so that was cool. Yeah. And she, um, Taylor said that, like, they all had to get Moon Men if they were going to perform. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's, I respect that. Yeah. I think it's, you know, that's a nice thing to do, so. We watched the music video for Lover also, <laughs> which is another one of those Taylor, we try to like you situations. Yeah, so the music video for Lover is aesthetically very beautiful, um, very cute, colorful, fun, good overall vibe. Uh, I guess the point of contention for a lot of people that I've been seeing is that the love interest in it is, like, a black guy. Yeah. And it's not that people are, like, approaching this from a racist angle where they're yeah. like, oh my god, like, wow. But there's just a lot of people, including black women, who are like, uh... Yeah, it's pandery from her 
And it's kind of the same thing as, like, the You Need to Calm Down video, where it was just, like, all these drag queens and, like, LGBTQ, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, where it's just, like, it it just feels like you're trying really hard to, like, like you said, like, check a box. You're like, I did that, I can't be accused of that anymore, like, I did this. Yeah, and it's just, like, I just feel like this kind of, like, this whole, like, new era of hers is very much that, you know, it's like now she's starting to speak out about politics and stuff like that. And, you know, she's, you know, now made her stance on like LGBTQ rights, you know, known. And she's like, I'm in support of that. And it's like, it's like this whole new thing. And she's just like, no, like I'm, I'm a good person. Like I'm not. Look. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) It's just like, it's all so much at once. Yeah. (laughs) Where it was like, if it was maybe just like one of these things, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm glad that you're getting around. But it's, like, she's just trying to make up for, like, the previous, like, decade of basically, like, not really having a stance. (laughs) And she's like, let's do it all now. (laughs) I like gay people. I like black people. And I'm a Democrat. (laughs) I am. I am. That's the thing. Like, it's... Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I think that's what's rubbing people the wrong way. Like, I think if those things were dispersed, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't notice it as much. But because it's like... Like, okay, we get it. Yeah. You're open to things around you. Which is great. And, like, I'm very... I'm happy. You know what? It's better late than never. And, you know, I know people like to be very angry at her for not, you know, speaking out politically, especially, like, around the 2016 election. And, yeah, I do think it was a misstep of her to not say anything. Yeah. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, I really don't... I genuinely don't think that if Taylor Swift had come out and been like, I'm in support of Hillary Clinton, like, I don't think that that really would have had a huge, like, impact on the outcome of the election. Because, like, thinking about, like, not that all her fans are, like, younger and, like, not voting age, but, like, I would say a large majority of her, her fan base is people who are not voting age. So, like... I don't know how much sway that would have had on people. Yeah, it's like I know when she came out and like in support of whatever the Senate person was for whatever state she's from, Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> she grew up in Pennsylvania. But anyway, when she like came out in support of like a Democratic like Senate person, like there was like a huge spike in like voter, voter registration oh. and stuff, which is cool. Um, but I just think like we're at a point like where everybody is so I disenfranchised yeah. and just so upset and sick about what's going on like in the states that they're looking for just like anybody to blame and it's like well if you had been more vocal then like maybe we wouldn't be in the situation and it's like yeah you can point fingers and like I definitely think that like as somebody with like the influence and power that she has like she has a responsibility to speak out on these things but like at the same time like I think we just need to be grateful that she has like is educating herself and continuing to educate herself and like hopefully going forward will continue to be more vocal about these things and that you know she can influence her fans yeah. to do the same. Yeah. I think it's good to, like, witness kind of the growth. Like, it's all a little bit much. Mm-hmm. But, like, the meaning well of it, like, you can see, like, oh, she means well, first of all, which doesn't always mean anything. But it's just, like, she's meaning well, and you can see that there is, like, some learning taking place, so it's not, like, mm-hmm. entirely pandery. But it's still... Still a little bit pandery. Yeah, it just, it all just feels a little too calculated and a little too produced. Um, But I feel that way too, like, with any celebrity, like, that's gonna happen because so much of what they do is, like, produced and pandery. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's just, like, Taylor Swift has, like, the unfortunate pleasure of just, like, being in a position where she's damned if she does and damned if she doesn't because people will always find a reason to be mad. They're either going to be mad that she didn't say anything or now they're going to be mad because she is saying something. And they're like, well, why didn't you say anything sooner? (laughs) Well, now you've said it. Now what? Yeah. What are your actions? So it's like at a certain point, it's like, okay, well, she's doing something now. And I'm not saying we have to like be like, oh my God, good for her. But it's like just y'all complain about anything regardless. So. That we've said it before when we've talked about Taylor Swift, though, but it's, like, people just really like to be mad at her for yeah. things, so 
like, whatever, there's gonna be people still. I think she's just a very divisive figure in pop culture for, I mean, like, whatever reason, like, count the ways that she's kind of, like, gotten involved in things over the years and, like, why people might like her or not. Um, I mean, even now, I don't really know what my stance on her is. I think musically, I like what she does for the most part. I don't think she's a bad person. (laughs) But I just, I find it hard to, like, fully be like, I like you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's like a, we'll be pensive and then (laughs) we'll go from there as it goes on. Yeah. Like, what else happens? I also realize that, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like I like like no one genuinely cares. They're like, wow, what is Logan's opinion on Taylor Swift? Like it's this is not keeping anyone up at night. It's certainly not keeping her up at night. Like she is counting her billions of dollars yeah. and like she's just fine. Um because that was a that was a con that was a weird yeah. conversation that I kind of well, conversation. It was a weird sort of one-sided tweet that I saw yeah. the other day. Um because there was a Guardian piece that came out on Taylor Swift and then also Harry Styles' Rolling Stone uh, article interview thingy came out around the same time. And so there were conversations going on about both of those things. Um, and, you know, as has come up before in conversation, it's kind of like, you know, somebody like Harry Styles gets put on this pedestal and people are like, oh my God, like you're taking your heartbreak and you're turning it into, you know, something beautiful beautiful and you're writing songs. And, you know, basically a big gist of the interview was like, you know, he, you know, his upcoming album is going to be all about having sex and being sad. And, you know, it's like all about like his past relationships and stuff. And the takeaway was that's great. Good for you. Keep doing that. Like date people, date people so you can get hurt and write music. Whereas the, uh, like, critique that Taylor Swift has gotten for her entire like career yeah. is, oh, she only writes songs about her ex-boyfriends and, like... Which is such a weird criticism, first of all, because, like, what else are you supposed to write music about? Like, listen to any song, it's, like, the same five things people talk about. It's, yeah, it's, like, heartbreak and relationships makes up a huge percentage yeah. of what music is yeah. about. And it's funny how it only becomes a negative conversation when it's a female doing it. Um, And it's like, that was a conversation that people were having, just kind of comparing the two. And I just kind of saw like a weird take on my timeline, basically being like, you know, why are we having a conversation about who's the bigger victim between Taylor and Harry? Like, they're both billionaires. Like, they're both privileged. Like, it doesn't matter. And I mean, yeah, you're not wrong, but you're also not right. <laughs> like, like I don't know, like, maybe it's just us and, like, something we like, but it's, like, I personally like talking about pop culture. That's why we talk about it so much on this yeah. podcast. And I like thinking critically about pop culture and looking at, you know, how person A is treated versus person yeah. B. And, like, yes, I can recognize the fact that Harry and Taylor, as two white, rich people, have an insane amount of privilege. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, none of this matters. Um, But I can also acknowledge that, but at the same time think, well, it's still fucked up that, like, as a female, she gets shit for doing the same thing he gets praised for as a man. Yeah, because it's, like... Pop culture is just, like, reflecting things that are actually, like, going on in the world. Like, men get treated differently than women. That's not something new that we found out. But when it's, like, a prime, like, pop culture example that people can look at and go, like, hey, that's messed up, Mm -hmm. that is important. Like, yes, they're both privileged, but it's a bigger issue that you're just using to be, like, see, this is how... And again, like, this is something that, like, I know that we've talked about on this podcast before, but it's just that, that attitude or that mentality of, like, oh, if you're talking about issue A or thing A, that surely means that you can't also be talking about or worried about thing B. People are only allowed to talk about one thing or care about one thing. If you didn't know that, now you know. Like, that to me is, like, one of the most annoying things that somebody can say. Yeah. Where it's, like... 
oh, like, people are talking about this as if this isn't going yeah, on. they're like, people are talking about, like, Kim Kardashian's new makeup line as if the rainforest isn't burning. I was like, um... <coughs> Both are true. Like, the last time I checked... <coughs> sorry. People are capable of having conversations about more than one thing. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having... <coughs> Was saying anyway but <laughs> we're back perfect we had to pause briefly because zoe was about to choke up along um <laughs> but yeah it's like i don't know like i personally speaking god forbid i speak for anybody else but like i can talk about harry styles and taylor swift but then also talk about other issues yeah like all these things are happening they're all part of like what's going on in the world like i just some are important in different ways yeah, and it's like, yeah, some, like, aren't important, but they're still, like, fun to talk about. Yeah. Not everything has to be super serious all of the time. No, because you know what? That's how you become miserable and burnt out. Yeah. Like, there always needs to be something frivolous to, like, focus on, because otherwise you're just gonna go insane. So. That's right. <laughs> like. So how about that? Pulp. Pulp. Pulp culture is around for a reason. Like. Mm-hmm. People need distractions from things. Also, there's nothing wrong with taking pop culture <laughs> seriously. seriously. Yeah. At all. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. I just, I don't get that kind of opinion because it's like the same people who are like talking about stuff like that still participate in other conversations about pop culture. Like, it's like very... I've never seen <clears throat> someone tweet those kinds of things or, like, comment those kinds of things and then, like, never talk about pop culture and be like... No, exactly. Like, I'm only caring about, like, real-life issues happening. Like, people still are consuming pop culture and having conversations about pop culture, so it's not, like, you're not taking yourself out of anything. Like No, exactly. You're just spewing weird takes on yeah. the timeline. Which we don't need. Don't need that. Keep those to yourself. Like. Because it's like, also like, what are you proving by saying that? I'm better. Because I care about this also. Like, you don't know the person who's like talking about it on Twitter doesn't also care about that thing. You're just making a bold and brazen assumption about them. It's like, I follow a lot of people on Twitter who, you know, write about pop culture, talk about it, who make extremely intelligent and well thought out points about things that are going on in pop culture and can draw comparisons between that and real life and it's just like i i don't know to sit there and be like why are we having this conversation it's pointless they're both privileged it doesn't matter it's like but it does okay (laughs) it does to me which is why i'm talking about it like what also, a weird like, thing for you to decide what's important to people and what's not. Also, yeah, like, literally, who gives a shit? It's Twitter. Yeah. If you don't want to see it, delete the bird app. Like, yeah. Mute a word. Mute a word. Block somebody. Mute somebody. Like, it's very easy to, like, yeah. not see things if you don't want to. Yeah. But, like, you do want to because you want to sit there on a high horse. On your high horse and act holier than thou and be like, well, it's stupid to care about these things. Like, no. No, it's our world. Like, that's what's going on. It's my on. world. You're just living, living in, it. in it, baby. Like, that's what's going on. What else am I going to talk about? Like, so weird. I don't understand having opinion on people having opinions. I can't imagine having an opinion. <laughs> I simply cannot <laughs> imagine us with opinions. Can't relate. Is there anything else going on that you want to discuss? How long have we been recording for? Uh, 58 minutes. Mm, I mean, like, I think I really got the important things. Do you have any monthly favorites you want to talk uh, about? Because I don't, so... Technically, it's our monthly favorites, but, like, it's been a slow month. Um, a fast month? Yeah, fast it's been a month. fast month, because I'm like, what have I done? <clears throat> Nothing. I feel like it was literally just the first of august so i'm like mm, kind of confused um tv i do have that thing my favorite shapes by julio torres julio torres he's a comedian he's a writer for snl 
and he did this like comedy special for HBO where he just has different objects and for each it's very weird but for each like object to like tell a story and it's kind of funny but you're it's kind of obscure but it's sure. I like it it was good at the end I was like confused but I was like okay confused but I like it but it's funny yeah. I'll take it um and Mindhunter season two I haven't finished yet but so far so good <laughs> I'll add that on there maybe next month I'll be like you know what no I take it <laughs> I back I hated it um YouTube I showed Logan a couple of the videos but there's a channel called Ship and they do stop motion cooking but it's like they'll chop up like a red ball and it will look like a tomato and they'll make like a pie or something. It's very cool. I like was very impressed by it. It's very I remember like a couple years ago there was like this video on Tumblr of like someone making guacamole and it was like they were chopping dice as garlic and stuff. Oh, Do you remember I that? I really remember that. Like it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're very short and there's like a bunch of it's just very soothing to watch. You're like, okay, I like that. <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> I like that. that. I like that. Those are my very little Monthly faves. Still that 70s show, so I'm still watching it. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm not watching it, I have it playing, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. I let my iPad play several seasons while I was asleep, so it's fine. Um, yeah, I literally have no monthly favorites. I think I talked about it last month, but I've been watching Dawson's Creek, so I've just been continuing to watch that. It's been great. As previously mentioned, I have a Twitter thread that you can follow it's along very if you want. Especially if someone doesn't know the show, I still find it entertaining. And I think, I that's think it's a good side. I was gonna say, I think it's probably like maybe even funnier to like <coughs> not understand the context of things because mm-hmm. it's just like so ridiculous. Um, but I'm almost on season three, so we're we're getting into the good shit now. Um, so that's exciting. Got to the wall part, which I was like anticipating because oh. of previous tweets. Yeah, Pacey buys her a wall. Oh my god. Oh, it's so cute. So, uh, yeah, in terms of music, I listened to a lot of Jonas Brothers this month in anticipation for the concert. I don't know if I talked about their new album when it came out, but it is very good. It's called Happiness Begins. Um, so that, uh, Taylor Swift's album, that's a favorite. I've, she's made it. I, there's some, I made a list of the songs that I liked. Yeah. So that I could, like, discuss. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which are my, the standouts for me okay. off of the album are Cruel Summer, also a Bananarama so song, cool. which is good. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a cover of Cruel oh, Summer. I kind of wish it was. Which I kind of think that would be cool. <laughs> the Archer, which is like one of like the singles off of it. Paper Rings, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, which might be actually like one of my top ones off yeah. of the album. Um, oh, I wrote Paper Rings twice. What a silly goose. Um, Cornelia Street, False God, and Afterglow. Those are also Lover's Good, too. Um, also, people have been giving that song London Boy a lot of flack. Yeah. I'm sorry that y'all don't have a sense of humor and can't just enjoy a fun song. Yeah. I'm sorry that it geographically doesn't add up. That's the thing that I didn't understand, because, like, I looked at the lyrics, I haven't listened to it yet, but, like... She's just trying to talk about a British... She's just saying very British things. Like, it's not supposed to all make sense in, like, oh, you can't get to there from there. Like... I just feel like it's a prime example of somebody, like, people looking for any excuse to, like, shit on her. Because I'm just, like... Who's pulling up their map? (laughs) Like, I I don't think she, like, wrote this, like, intending for it to be taken seriously. She's just... It's an educational song. It's, like, a cute, dumb little love song about her boyfriend who's British. Like, it's... It, yeah, it's corny as hell, yeah. but, like, I don't think it's it was meant to be, to be anything yeah. other than that. So, y'all can just shush. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't have any monthly favorites. That's really about it. I'll add Jonas Brothers to mine because Logan has converted me fully. Hell um, yeah. He's made it. I'm in. <laughs> We're in. We're in. <laughs> um, anything, anything to add? Um... Don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. Oh, actually, oh, there's going to be a brief hiatus yes. uh, for two weeks because going on vacation. I will not be in the country. I may or may not be getting hit by a hurricane in the Dominican. Um, fingers crossed for Logan. Because there's one that's apparently hitting Florida and going right past. Oh, so um, anyway, yes, I will be in the Dominican. 
So there won't be an episode next week or the week after. Maybe a um, mini-sode if I get around to it, but don't hold me to Perhaps it. a mini-sode. But in the meantime, do feel free to follow us on social media. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Uh, we have a website, which is the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere and you want to be somewhere. Preferably on our website. Yes. Uh, you can also email us at the honestlypodcast uh, at gmail.com. Excuse me. Almost had to burp. <laughs> um, we have merchandise that you can buy. With our cute cartoon faces on it. So that's pretty cool and exciting. Uh, that is... Merch tab. The merch tab on the website, or... Honestlypod.threadless.com. I never remember it. There's too many different versions of our, like, we couldn't get the branding 100% yeah, it's, on everything, and there's a lot going on, a lot of slashes and .com. It's, like, 75% there, so just, like, <coughs> bear with us for the rest. Um, also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or wherever else you might listen to us. Um, we're if, other places, but we don't know where, so. Yeah, it's, like, to be determined. Yeah, we it's have, like, like, three for sure that we know. For sure. <laughs> um, if you do leave us a review, send us a screenshot of it, uh, so we can, uh, mail you some stickers in return. Yeah. They're limited edition. Let us give you things. We want to. Like, you give us a review, we give you stickers in return. Yeah. It's a win-win. What's to lose? Only gains, baby. Nothing but gains, baby. No cap. <laughs> No cap on God. On God. Gang. No cap. Is that it? That's all. All right.